Hey, what's up, buddy? What's up? How are you? Good. Long time no see. How you doing? I'm all right, I think. Who knows? What kind of <laughs> shirt is that? Infidel. What is that? Infidel, baby. That's me. I'm an infidel. Uh-huh. Yep. You always got good shirts, man. Thanks. I try. It's hard to find them in big and tall sizes, but I do uh, what I can, you know? Yeah. Now they got these new T-shirts I want to check out that uh, supposedly go a little tighter around your arms and your chest, but it loosens up. Like, yeah. Uh, like one of those, uh, what are those like the, the, the girls wear when they're pregnant? <laughs> the bottom of it. <laughs> so it doesn't make them look so, they have those for men now. T-shirts <laughs> like that. Yeah. Spanks. <laughs> no, it's a. Do you ever see the the thing that the women wear? It's tied up here and then it goes loose on the bottom. Yeah, they yeah, have yeah, t-shirts yeah. like that for men. Where it's a little looser, yeah. depending on how big your stomach is. <laughs> it's like those fresh are, clean, fresh clean the, or something like that. Yeah. yeah, those are the um the t-shirts. I'm gonna. I'm looking to get. I'm gonna get them right now on Amazon. Nice. Uh, so what's up, folks? We're back, man. Sorry about being off for the last couple weeks. I had some gigs out of town. I had a busy spell there, so I had to take advantage of it. But, um, you know, I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be uh, chilling with Angel again. We're back, baby. Regresamos. Yeah, regresamos. <laughs> What's the name of this show again? The Week in Crime and Policing with Mayo and Meso. So I'll do it. <laughs> I'll do a proper intro. What's up, Sorry. everybody? Welcome to another episode of Police... <laughs> Police off the cuff. The weekend crime policing. Cut. <laughs> All right. Start from one again. What's up, everybody? Uh, Welcome to another episode of the week in <laughs> Fuck crime and in policing. policing. I can't do it. I can't do it. My brain. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Do it. It's all right. So yeah. I'm oh, you, back. you cute, you cute guys aren't too bright. Yeah. That's what they I, say. I know. Oh, you good looking uh, guys. It's all right. For what I want to get off of the woman, I don't, I don't, I don't want her to be too bright either. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, let's give a shout out to all the people that are already have joined us <clears throat> in the chat. Patty L was here early. She says, "Hi guys, long time no see. I've been busy with summer. Well, where do you live? You got summer already? <laughs> yeah. When when it's just where do you live in Australia? What do they get? They get like summer like a month before. No, they're right? in winter. They're in winter oh, right now. Oh. Yeah." Going places, LOL. Okay, so you you got on vacation. Good for you. <clears throat> missed you guys. We missed you too. Missed you too, buddy. Um, Bill Ryan's in the house. What's up, Bill? Billy. Where are you, man? Are you, are you in the car right now on the stakeout? <laughs> Kathy Bates. Greetings and salutations. Welcome back. Thank you, Kathy. We love you, honey. Dan one. Hello, everyone. Ruth Ann Griffin. She says, hello, Mark and Angel. London girl. Who else do we got, Angel? Where are you? Let's see. Um, we got uh, Lorna McKenzie. Hello, Teresa Polgar. Hi, old Julie La Rosa from Canada, Toronto, Canada. What's Toronto. up, Julie? Yeah. <clears throat> They're Toronto's the only really country, nice. They're the only country that might be worse off than we are. <laughs> Toronto um, looks just like New York. As a matter of fact, I was working on a TV show. I was writing for a show. And if we got picked up, they were going to film in Toronto. The show takes mm. place in New York, but it looks a lot of a lot of Yeah, it's a beautiful that, town. A lot of shows that um have New York as a backdrop film backdrop film in Toronto. Allegedly, and, uh, allegedly good strip clubs out there too. That's what I've heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, I'm not a big. <laughs> I'm not a big. Uh, <clears throat> I don't like the way they make me feel strip clubs. Oh boy, here we go. You know, right. broke, broke. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm the guy. I'm the guy who's always looking for the extra back room. <laughs> you know what? I want two more security guards, please. Can we get the whole staff to watch me try and touch this person, please? Oh my god. Antonio, <clears throat> Bonnie yeah. Bailey. Hey, Luis is here. Hi, Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid, what's up, darling? Scott Wagner's in the house. All right. We, Raquel Pranzo. Raquel Pranzo. Oh, yeah. She sent me a nice message yeah. today. Hi, Raquel. Peter Pranzo. What's up, Pete? What's up, LT? <clears throat> Peter Pranzo. Yep. I think we got everybody. In hindsight, you know. Cherry Hill, Girl Friday, Marva Wright. Okay. Here we go. Marva Wright looks new. She says, hello, everyone. I pray that Bill's pray that surgery, Bill's surgery will... went well today. Oh, I, I didn't even know Bill had surgery today. Damn. Mm. Well, yeah. Shout out to Bill. I hope I wish you a speedy recovery. 10-4. Um, I hope it's nothing serious. I guess I'll find out in a little while. But um, yeah, you know what? In hindsight, it was probably better off that uh that we were off these last uh, two Mondays because um that tragedy in Uvalde, man, it's like um I wouldn't want to have to do the show on something like that. It's such a tough thing, you know, just uh, talking about it, you know, or having to like, you know, really uh, do like homework about it. So you so you know what you're talking about, you know, so you're getting more than the surface. It's um, I don't know. It's a tragedy <clears throat> all around um, on so many fronts. And then you have um, the police are getting unfairly attacked. Uh, without all the uh, details being released. Wanna, yeah, now that you mentioned I want to show you something. This is something that you don't see on TV anymore that much. Okay, you see this person right here? His name is Salvador Ramos. He's the kid, the young man that killed everybody. Savage. Killed 19 children and two teachers and wounded 17 others. This is yep. the kid who did it. Mm -hmm. All right? That's his face. He's not the one. He's not the police. The police didn't do it. That's right. You know, <clears throat> blame him. Uh, Listen, they want to blame his mother. They want to blame the teacher that supposedly left the door unlocked, which we now find out that that was uh, not true. Um, they want to blame the gun. Let's blame this kid. <clears throat> Let's blame this savage devil, this evil piece of shit that did this. Let's blame him. Let's not blame anyone else. There's going to be after action um, review. There's going to be lessons learned. People need to step back. I've been on Twitter about this, on my Facebook, on my Instagram. I've been going crazy fighting people. There's cops, retired cops. Uh, this stupid-ass guy that claims he killed Osama bin Laden. Um, his dumb ass, too. You know, why didn't they just blow the door up? Why didn't they just do this? Why didn't they just do that? You know, it's different when you're dealing with terrorists and you don't have to worry about blowing up their kids, right? Because they're breeding terrorists and you're overseas. Your old cone is doing operations <clears throat> somewhere under the cover of night without the same parameters or rules rules of engagement but this asshole wants to put out stupid tweets um and just fuel the fire i mean it's just there's just so many people that have really disappointed me really disappointed me yeah i saw that you put you know you were um 
You were going off on uh, on Twitter and social media. Yeah, I went hard. I was pissed. I am still pissed. I'm still pissed. But listen, <clears throat> we say it all the time, right, Mark? No one is above reproach. No one hates a bad cop more than a good cop. We say it all the time. Cops are not um, infallible. They're not perfect. Uh, you know, they're not robots. Sometimes they screw up. It's too soon. You can't, you know, there's so many rumors. They had one lady yesterday on CBS was saying how she ran into the school. They cuffed her. Then they uncuffed her and she went in and she did not see one police officer. And then she says that when she got to the second uh, to second son's uh, classroom or second child's classroom, the, the cops escorted her out. But yeah, she's saying that she, there was no police on site. So which one is it? Were the cops in there to escort you out or were they not on site? These people, what people fail to realize is that <clears throat> even in this tragedy, people, are, they want to make money, right? And what they're doing, oh my God, look at these angels. What they're doing is they're going to lay blame on the easiest targets so they can get them more money. Unfortunately, and listen, we see it all the time, right? Funerals brings out the worst in people. Unfortunately, people are, you know, making accusations because they want to pad their pockets. Nothing's going to bring their children back. And, you know, uh, I mean, I don't even know how they're breathing, but I couldn't. God bless our kids. I wouldn't be alive right now, I don't think. But um, it's a shame that, you know, the money grabbers and everybody else, they're just going to go after the easiest targets, which are the police. Yeah. I mean, were there mistakes made? Absolutely. <clears throat> Um, of course, but we gotta. We don't know how many of those. We gotta we'll never, wait. I, I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever know if any of the mistakes that were made could have saved some lives. Um, but there was definitely mistakes made. But my my thing is like that, that's one aspect of the story. But it, um, the other aspect of is is this boy who actually did it. You know, so you don't hear that other side anymore. There's no talk about. Um, you know what could be stirring this in in his uh trying to find some type of uh a pattern something that all these kids uh, a common denominator here that maybe we can do something about it prevent it for the next time there's been a swell of uh, arrest all of a sudden now on kids uh, who've made threats in the schools before um I don't know if you noticed that, but it seems yeah, like yeah. every day there's two or three kids from all over the country that are getting uh, arrested. Yeah. Because, so we just see how how many kids have uh, these uh, these problems. Listen, these that's, social that's, problems. That's a big issue, right? Because um, somebody sent me a video today, and it was saying how you know these guns have been available for for centuries. I mean, for decades, literally for tens, you know, 20, 30 years. And it's it, it's gone up progressively every single year in the amount of shootings. And the only thing that's changed is social media, the fucking video games, the participation trophy bullshit, um, the, the, the parents that, are, that fail to be parents with their kids and they want to be their friends instead of being their parents and, and making their kids uncomfortable and going through their shit and making them uptight and getting in their face. That's the only thing that's changed. The generations have changed, which is making all of this more prevalent. But these mass shootings have been going on. They're just getting worse and worse and worse because the generations are changing. Things are changing. I'm not, <clears throat> I don't have a problem with people. So people are saying it's a gun grab, right? Raise the age to 21. I don't give a shit. It's not going to affect me as a legal gun owner. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> there has to be, 
changes have to be made, but they have to be the right changes, right? We can't just make changes for the sake of changing shit, mm. right? Just to just to quiet the big mouths. We got to have substantive changes. Now, <clears throat> I blame Republicans and Democrats because they can never get together on anything. After Sandy Hook happened, things needed to get fixed. There had to be some changes made and nobody's, you know, people are saying, well, you know, uh, raising the age is not going to help. Uh, banning assault weapons is not going to help. So then what's the answer? You can't just make changes just to make them. Let the Republicans come up with something that's going to work. Something has to change because what we're doing now is not working. Well, they came up with uh, today uh, our governor here in New York City, the Hochul, is her name? She mm -hmm. passed some type New York of state, gun reform yeah, New York State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is uh, she passed some type of gun reform bill today. Yep. Among the mm -hmm. bill is one of the bans on anyone under age twenty one from buying or possessing a semi automatic rifle. In I don't have a problem with that. Okay. Other legislation will restrict civilian purchases of bullet resistant armor. I don't have a problem with that either. Which was worn by the killer in Buffalo. Yep. Uh, and require new guns to be equipped with micro stab. Stamping technology that can help law enforcement investigators trace bullets to particular firearms. I was I, I always thought that bullet casings uh, can be traced to the firearms. I, I don't get that one. <laughs> yeah, but this this is even more, I guess, absolute. Like if you put a stamp on it, some type of manufacturing stamp or something. That, I don't know, but we. we well, I mean, both, I don't have a problem with that either. No, but I no, thought we, it was. I, I mean, we, we both know that through ballistics, you can you can yeah. see if the 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 round came out of the gun. Absolutely. Um, they have so that's uh you already have that. The bill will also criminalize the threat of attacks and expand the el eligibility under the state's red flag law, which can bar individuals from possessing firearms if they're believed to be a threat to themselves and others. I don't have a problem with that either. I yeah, that I mean, what what is the threat? I guess it has to be a documented thing. Um, you know, yeah, other. Like for example, if you have something in the past that you made threats, you're gonna uh, do something to your school. Um, then obviously you shouldn't be able to get a gun, right? Yeah. For the yeah. the new laws are unlikely to stem gun violence in the Bronx. This is interesting, as most firearms used in the city shootings are obtained illegally. Um, so that's that's pretty interesting because. In New York City, if maybe correct me if I'm wrong, my memory, in my memory, I remember, I can recall, um, we had a, like a ma one year mandatory sentence if you got caught with a firearm. Was that mm -hmm. was that a thing or is that my imagination? I, I believe that's a, that was a thing. Yeah, that was a thing, right? <laughs> but now it's not a thing anymore. You know why? Because progressive uh, policy. You don't have bail reform anymore, and mm -hmm. uh, so now <clears throat> you got to await a trial to see even if you had the gun on you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Listen, uh, they caught this kid that shot at the cops with a gun, right? And what did they do? They let him out because they said the cops didn't have probable cause, supposedly, to stop this kid. If if these people keep sympathizing with the criminals, and they keep making laws that are that are going to make it harder for police to do their jobs, this is the end result. Well, it's like having a badass kid that you don't check. If if your badass kid is doing stupid shit, and you don't check them, it's going to lead to bigger shoot stupid shit. Well, you know, just um, if you live in New York, you can come, uh, you know, just you don't have to be so nervous anymore because um, <clears throat> our mayor has hired a, a gun violence czar and his name is 
Andre T. Mitchell. And <laughs> Better known as Dre. Don't you feel safer already? Yeah, I do. Uh, he's the founder of uh, Cure, which is, uh, I guess it's one of these uh, companies that uh, help, um, you know, with uh, with drugs and, and old people. You know, the, all the programs that you can siphon money out of. Because uh, this guy's his company's been up up uh, being constantly being uh, investigated by yep. one uh, one one entity or another, so he's definitely um, I don't know shady at best. But I don't even know well, what what would a gun czar do? What what is that? Can you? I would love to see a description nothing. of what that means on paper. Can you nothing. write down this job description for me? Yeah, I just want to see what it looks on paper. <clears throat> nothing. It's not gonna. He's not gonna do anything. Um, Eric Adams is is saying that the uh, uh, neighborhood safety anti crime quote unquote cops have taken three thousand guns off the street since the beginning of the year. Could That's you imagine? Could you imagine how many guns they would be taking off the streets and how many homicides they would probably be preventing? If they were actually in plain clothes and actually allowed to be anti-crime units instead of walking around with a modified uniform, could you imagine? I mean, is it me, or or, or would they be doing better? Uh, you know, listen, we all know what it was capable of doing because we went from two thousand homicides, two thousand homicides a year to, um, sorry, to three hundred. So we know what these units are capable of doing. Yeah. No. Um. That's that's a that's a no brainer. We already know what they can do. Uh, well, there was one more thing about this gun thing I wanted to share, but let's. This is this is it right there. That's the guy. That's it. I feel safe, <clears throat> man. I feel better yep. now. <laughs> I love to see how this is going to work out. Like I said, just give me the job description because I'm going to tell you something right now. They act like they're doing these people a favor, right? Right. Um, by letting them out of jail, by not putting them in jail, don't don't you got to realize something? These people that are out there committing uh, most of the crimes are, are on drugs, okay, and they need money to get drugs. So what do they do? They steal for it, and either they're doing strong arm robberies or they're breaking into apartments, or cars, or just stealing whatever they can get their hands on. This is one guy who was doing the scene. He been uh, Walgreens and CVS. He got arrested forty six times. In 2021. And um, finally, he did something where they put him in for a little bit. And what does he say? He says he's happy. <clears throat> you know why he's happy? Because he's getting a chance to clean up. Yeah. Um, he said it. If you read the article, he's telling you that I um, I needed to get off the streets because he's hooked on um, heroin and cocaine. And um, he was getting... Uh, he was just—he just couldn't stand it anymore. Uh, his body was breaking down on him. So that was uh, the nice. I started thinking. We well, look at this. This is a subway ad here in New York City. On the left, it says, "Don't be ashamed. You are using. Be empowered that you are using safely." What the? What does that even mean? Don't it's, be ashamed. <clears throat> and the other one says, "Fentanyl test strips can help save your life." It's it's all part of this woke bullshit, this, you know, all-inclusive garbage about empowerment and all that other bullshit. It's not empowering to use drugs, whether you're using safely or unsafely. Unsafely, It's not empowering. 
It's it's something you should not be doing. This is what <clears throat> this is what aggravates me when you have these lawmakers that say we are going to change the drug laws um, because we want to uh, we want to keep things equal. We want to do it because of equity because the drug the drug laws in this country are notoriously uh, biased and racist and affect communities of color. That offends me. I never, I never done drugs. Why the fuck do you think that legalizing certain drugs or being um, uh, uh, less strict on uh, gun, uh, on drug offenses is going to help minority communities? That means that you're saying, in your hope to save us, that we're predisposed to being criminal drug users. How does that even mean? How does that not offensive? How do people not get offended by it? that? Pisses me off. I'm not predisposed to using drugs or committing crimes. It's stupid. Well, you know, I, we when you pay your taxes here, right? You think in your mind that uh, a lot of your taxpayer dollars are going to these programs that are going to help the homeless, and they're going to help people uh, if they want to re rehabilitate. But we don't see any evidence of that. What I do see is that they're encouraging drug use. So to me. When you encourage drug use with no means to support it, like they're not giving you the drugs, but they're telling you it's okay to get them, to, to use them. And then you're committing crimes to take care of your habit. Um, and then there's no place for you to go. There's no rehab treatments. Um, you, they're not putting you in jail so you can clean up a little bit. You're going to die. What I'm looking, thinking is that they want these people to die. You know, rather than do something po that you can see, something that we that we have evidence, um, they, uh, that's that's the way that I think they're they're dealing with this problem. There's they nothing at some point they're going to die. There's no social justice. There's no. This doesn't make things better for minority communities by enabling them to use and sell drugs. This idiot, and I sent you the article. Adams is like. Um, don't be afraid to light up now, right? I mean, <laughs> it's it's okay. We're not going to be enforcing the drug laws. Like, yeah, like yeah. what the fuck is wrong with this guy? But I mean, it it, he's, it is legal. Not they made, yet. They made they well. They made they passed it to be legal in New York. Okay, and I think but the laws. What does that mean? Not yet. And did you see? And it's not legal yet. And you have when to be twenty one. You have to be twenty one. So if you're sixteen. And you're selling weed, or you're 17 or 18, and you're selling or using weed mm -hmm. out in the open in front of these dispensaries, um, you should have consequences. And what he's saying, if you read the article, is that no, we're not going to do anything. We're going to give you a warning, mm -hmm. and then, and then, if after a few warnings you decide to continue, then maybe you'll face consequences. Well, but what are they what continuing could... with? Are you talking about getting arrested selling... for dealing? For dealing so, weed, yeah. dealing and dealing and using weed when it's illegal if you're a certain age. Yeah, well, you should. I don't think they needed that message because the truth is, um, they're pretty much just sitting outside right now in front of their buildings where they live or down the block from where they live, and just. So why if somebody wants weed, they there? they He's sell the it to mayor. Him. He's the mayor. Why well, would you put that out there? There's a lot. I think he there's a stream of consciousness problem there. He just wants to talk. And he, he doesn't know when to stop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he he attended some convention and he was walking around and he was talking about how it's okay, it's okay. So again, this is all under the guise of social justice. It's not fucking social justice. This is not again, it's like, well, the minority community is affected. Let me ask you a question. 
if he if he wants to talk about the minority community and how they're being illegally or or unjustly affected by these drug laws, out of those three thousand guns that were taken off the streets in New York City, mm-hmm. they had all their mug shots. They had all the mug shots up today when they were patting themselves on the back. How many white people did they that you saw? that were arrested with illegal firearms in New York City. And I just saw a snippet of the news and they showed about six boards with about 50 faces in each board. I didn't see one white person. So he wants to hire his brother to protect him from white supremacy. And he wants to uh, 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 pretend like um, enabling drug use is going to help the minority community Guess who's using all the drugs and committing all the crimes in New York City and using all the guns? It's not white folks. Sorry, it's not. And that's yeah. You know, I want to bring up another point about this guy. Uh, this is the guy right here. Forty-six times he was arrested. Don't look white. And he went to and he's. Uh, I think he's in Rikers right now, awaiting his trial. Um, one of the things that he he pointed out was that uh, he feels like. He, um, he's got a second chance in life, and when he gets out on the street, he's going to be a new man. And he's so happy that they, that he got arrested and that he's be, being given this opportunity to clean up and get off these drugs. Now, you can laugh all you want, but if every single time these guys go in and they have that feeling and it lasts, even if it's just a couple of months when they get off the street, they try on the street again they try maybe it keeps building up or maybe one out of every 10 people actually stops and quits and and betters themselves at least you gave them an extension in life they're gonna just die in the street they're gonna get died by the they're gonna get killed by the cops they're gonna be breaking into somebody's car that's gonna fuck them up or they're gonna just die out on drugs and this Mm -hmm. is how we're gonna we're gonna rid ourselves of this problem without having to spend the money so if that's what we're going to do, then spend the money on repairing the roads. Because well, <laughs> every if t- you can't drive here in the city, man. I see people cars on the side of the road. I don't even look at the car in front of me. I, my eyes are down, like here, looking for potholes the looking whole time. Looking for potholes, yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, <clears throat> that's all well and good, right? But what what ends up what ends up happening? Some tigers can't change their stripes. Now, I'm not saying everybody who's who's uh, used drugs is beyond saving. That's not. I would never say that. Family members that have you know been to rehab and been rehabilitated. I agree. Um, one thing I don't want is, and this is just me as a parent. My kids are already all adults. Um, I got one who's you know below the age of 21, but. For all intents and purposes, they're adults. I don't want reformed gang members or reformed drug users going to schools and talking to these kids. I don't want it. (laughs) I don't think that they should be lecturing kids on how to turn their life around if the way they got life's turned around is by being fucking locked up. Don't talk to my kids. Stay the fuck away. I need to give my values to my children. They shouldn't come from a reformed drug dealer or reformed fucking gang member. They shouldn't come from a teacher, whether they be liberal or conservative or progressive. I don't give a shit. My kids' values and their fucking scruples should you come know, from me. You just gave me a brilliant idea. This is what I'm going to do. And if you're out there and you want to take that, you know, get get down with it, you send me an email. If you know somebody in your family, I could help. I'm going to start a troop. Uh, we'll call it a posse. And what we're going to do is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need some drag queens, really good ones, and I'm going to need some gang members. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Infidels. 
Like some gang members. Dogs. I'm going to need um, quite a few heroin, uh, like junkie, but really junkie looking people. And we're going to put together a show. And I'm going to sell it to the high schools and the colleges in New York City. And we'll go. We'll go like the circus. Uh, like, And we'll just uh, I put together a show. It'll be just like, I don't know, they'll just talk about their experiences. All the kids can listen. The drag queens can, you know, pick it up and, you know, we'll put on some music. They can dance. I don't want that shit. And the auditoriums will go crazy. We'll go crazy. And I'll take all shit. the money. I just gave somebody an idea right now. No, I don't want I'm that telling shit. You. Fuck that. Listen, <laughs> look at the chat. Look at the chat. Shevelyn Shaner, thank you, Angel. London Girl, I completely agree with you, Angel. <clears throat> Kim Alliston, absolutely, Angel. Love your courage and honesty. Nobody ever right? agrees with me. Got on, right on, Angel. Thumbs up, Girl Friday. I mean, listen, I don't <laughs> want to toot, toot my own uh, horn here, right? If I'm myself on the back, but keep your, keep your fucking reformed drug users and gang members the fuck away from my children. I get you, man. Me too. I'm so happy that my kids yeah. are grown and they're out of that, man. I don't, man. I, don't, I, don't, I don't even know what I would do if I was a parent right now. I don't you want know? that shit. But Listen, and I'm kid. not, I'm not, I'm not anti-gay. Right, my sister's gay. So I went to her wedding in New so I was running around my gay pride. I love her. I love her. I love them both. Don't shove your shit the kids throw. They these drag queens doing shows and they're giving kids bills to put them in. Fucking You're breaking up again. I don't get it. Your, your voice is, yeah, all I call, all, all I heard you say say was G string. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get all your parts. Hold on. MC Audio's out there. He says, "Fair enough." Scott Wagner says, uh, "Love you, Mark." Uh, yeah, Scott, I I love you too, man. But you don't have to say it on uh, in front of everybody. But Sherilyn Schaffner can say it. She says, "I love you, Mark." Thank you, thank you. So nice. Um. MC Audio, you're you're so, what is it? MC, you're not so bad yourself. MC Audio says, okay. Are you back? Oh no, he's talking to himself. Mark, you never stop being a parent, no matter how old your kids get. I know I'm still a parent, but at least I'm saying they're not in school, where I have to worry. Um, Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay, good. Sorry about that technical difficulties. You got more baritone now too. Yeah, baby. So, I mean, listen, that, that's, that's just me. I, I did a live the other day on my Instagram, and I said this. Keep your fucking politics and your reformed, quote-unquote reformed uh, uh, drug users and, and fucking gangbangers and criminals away from, them, away from my kids. I don't give a shit who I fucking offend. I want my kids to learn from me. I want them to learn from their mother. I don't want them to learn from your fucking uh, troop of fucking reformed. Fucking All right, that's enough f bombs. <laughs> we All get right. it. Some people, no, some people out there, but we we get people from all over the country. Some of them they they don't appreciate it. in New York the salty language is. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know you were you were getting in the zone, man. You were in the zone. My apologies. So uh, where were we right now? I'm trying to think. I want to see what other what 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 what's the next story I have for you here. You know. Let me just want to try to make it seem like it's got some rhyme or reason. All right, we'll just uh, we'll go with this one. Oh, you know, since we're talking about New York right now, let's finish talking about New York. You send me these uh, two, uh, I guess they're uh, memos going out to the police department. And uh, what is this about? Tell tell us about it. This is about <clears throat> the over. 3,500 cops were waiting to get terminated because they refused to take the vaccine. So 
they were told, we were told, we were lied to by the administration, by this administration, by Mayor Adams' administration, saying that they were going to put her a hold on it till after the summer. Now, <clears throat> they're saying if by July 1st, they do, they're not vaccinated, they're being terminated. So every day, there is one to 200 cops who have their appeals being denied. So um, we're going to lose, and then... We have, I believe, 2,600 cops who are eligible to retire as of July 1st. But we're going to lose uh, almost 5,000 members of the service while the city's burning and as it gets hotter and crime is inevitably going to start going up. So <clears throat> they can, you can be an athlete and you can get exemptions. You can uh, uh, be on Broadway. You can be performing wherever you want to perform. Sorry, Mark, but it's true. And you get an exemption. What? What, what did you say? You're a performer, right? I, I don't want to tell yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, but the cops are not getting, um, are not exempt from this vaccine mandate. They were good enough to work the height of the pandemic with masks. They were good enough to get sick. They were good enough then, but now they're being tossed to the streets like broken toys. I'd love to see the ratio of time on the job of these people who haven't gotten vaccinated. Because to me, if it's a lot top-heavy with people who are at top pay, then why not just get rid of them and, and grab people that are that's just coming on the job? You can get, for the, somebody that you have at top pay, you can get three, three you cops. Shouldn't, you shouldn't get rid of anybody, right? Is no, but I'm just saying I would love to see the ratio. I understand what you're saying. Most of the people that are probably, uh, you know, uh, anti-vax, I, I would bet it are people that have a lot of time on the job. I understand what you're saying, but we have to we have to remember this whole big push on my body, my choice, right? Mm -hmm. Is it only your body and your choice or my body and my choice when it comes to certain things? Because, and I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I, I have my shots and I have a booster, but it, I, that was my choice, right? People should be allowed to have body autonomy, not only when you're trying to have an abortion, right? Um, people need to, that my body, my choice hashtag has to apply to everyone. And these fucking hip, these freaking hypocrites, they don't. They don't apply it to everyone, which is why people are losing their job. I'm tired of the hypocrisy. The cops are out there. There's nurses, there's firemen that are losing their jobs too. Sanitation workers. These people are out there. They were out there on the front lines during this pandemic for the last two years. And now they're getting a big FU up there, you know what's from the city because it's not my body, my choice all of a sudden. Which you know, was I read something and it said um <clears throat> regarding the vaccine that you know if if you can still get it when you when you're vaccinated then uh, what's the point of getting the vaccine and a lot of people feel that way so and i'm for uh individual rights i, I was never a gun buff on the job um you know i'm still not a gun buff I, I had my two i had my two firearms that i that i had to have when i was in the job when i wore my costume um but other than that so um I'm, I believe in freedom of choice, just like you. I don't understand why when it's almost all over, when everything is said and done, and we already know that you can still get uh, COVID if you're vaccinated, then why not? It's almost done. I mean, there's very, very few cases right now. They're not severe at all. Leave these people alone. If they're not getting sick, then, then leave them alone. We're losing people through attrition. 
We're losing people through retirement. People are going to different departments, right? They're leaving, they're vesting out. People are filing for disability. The people in the city of New York, in the neighborhoods that need the police the most are going to suffer the most. And everybody wants to claim, all these progressives and all the people that are in government now want to claim that they care about black and brown lives and protecting them. Meanwhile, if you don't have a sufficient police force or enough cops out there, who are going to suffer? The black and brown people in the worst neighborhoods who are being killed by other black and brown people. It doesn't make sense. I heard a commercial the other day, 15, you can get up to 15 different vaccines in CVS. So if that's the commercial that's on the radio, what are you trying to tell me right now? We're pushing vaccines. That's it. They were drugging. You know what I'm saying? So that's why we have to continue this. We can't have groups of people and pockets of employment um, saying no to the vaccine because it's it, we need compliance 100%. If we're going to make this an annual thing, a yearly thing, we're going to keep creating new vaccines, we need to have everybody in compliance. Well, that's so that's doing. why people have to lose their jobs. That's the motivation for it. Yeah. That and the people that are losing, that the department are losing, are going to be all people that are close to their retirement age anyway. And if you're not, and you were getting, and you're still at top pay, and you lost your job, we could fill you in with three brand new people. That's and it. How is that okay? It's not okay. I don't agree with it. I'm just giving you the motivation. That's so, why they're doing it. So these people allow themselves to be bamboozled, right? Because that's what I call it. They're being bamboozled and they continue because if Adams ran tomorrow for mayor, the majority of people will probably reelect him mm-hmm. just because he's black or just because he's a Democrat. Well, or because he's not de Blasio. They don't, they don't know because they could have, they could have the most, uh, they could have a black man who's a Republican, who's a diehard conservative run against him, and he'll lose because they're being bamboozled into thinking for the past 50 years that the Democrats are going to ride in on a white horse and save them when all they've been doing is making things worse. Wait a minute, one second. It's a fact. Uh, She says, Julie LaRosa says, Mark and Angel, did you see the comment, my comment above? So I'm going to go look at it. Uh, is it this one? Yes, I, I just wanted to confirm it. But yes, our unvaxxed Canadian police officers can return to work July 16th. Why is it different there? See, that's my point. You know, they're giving a date to come back in Canada for all these cops that were, I guess, stayed home because they were unvaxxed. Maybe they weren't getting paid, but they didn't lose their job. And over here, we're getting rid of them. It doesn't make sense to get rid of them when this freaking thing is over. You know why? Because the Canadians stood up for themselves because they had that... They had that convoy that stopped. They blocked the bridges. They, they stood up for themselves. They stood up for themselves. So as a result, the government saw that if people stand up for themselves and they start shutting shit down and we can't get supplies and we can't do this and we can't do that, we're going to have to give a little bit. That's why. That's the difference. That's the difference. Here, we can't even get a slowdown, a sanctioned slowdown through the union on the job for people not to write parkers because they want to keep their weekends off. Right? We know this. There's no unity. People don't have – it's the hunger games. Everybody's worried about themselves here. That's Diane, Diane Krause, um, I know a lot of people that have had the vaccine are having medical problems. Now I had a friend who died the next day after the vaccine. There's so many – and, you know, God forbid, you can't have a doctor tell you um, what, why you're feeling whatever. Um, I have a blood clot in my right calf that 
I wasn't on a plane. I wasn't uh, driving for a long distance. I don't sit down for a great amount of time. There's no reason why I should have it, uh, except for, you know, maybe there's a couple of reasons because I had some foreign uh, substance put in my body and after a couple of months. But, um, you know, I'm doing everything I can. I'm on the blood thinners and um, I'm, I'm doing a lot of exercise right now. So just to keep the blood moving. So hopefully it'll dissolve and I'll be okay. But um, it is neither doctor that I saw would. I had no clue what it was. It wasn't even brought up. Somebody else told me afterwards. They're like, maybe it's that. And I was like, oh, yeah. I hope not. Listen, I'll never know. There's theories out there. But the bottom line is people should have body autonomy. If you want to get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. And you take What'd it. you say? You want to put your body on top of me? Yeah. Come on, bro. Not on the, not on the air in front of everybody. Listen, I slimmed down a little bit, but I still hurt. <laughs> it still hurt. <laughs> what makes you think I'm going to be the one doing the hurt? Damn it. <laughs> Let me see what else we got here. Okay. Um, this is a funny story. It's not funny, but it's a tragedy. But woman allegedly ran over a man three times with her car after tracking him with the Apple AirTag and accusing him of cheating. So they were out in a bar, him and this, um, I guess the girl he's, you know, trying to date on the side. And um, his girlfriend had put those Apple AirTags. Now, we talked about this a couple of week, months ago on the show, how those Apple AirTags are being used mostly, probably. Um, to track your your significant other, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I see exactly where they are. Um, and she hit him once. She backed into him. Then she then she uh, she ran him over, and then she hit him again until him. until he was dead. Yep. So, thank so you, Apple. Long, right. So, how long before they start suing Apple for this stuff? Because that's what that's what's going to happen. They're going to sue them, and then there's going to be something in the fine print. When you sign I mean, is it is it is it um it has to be small enough so you can attach it to like your keys or something like that, you know? Yeah, Um, but listen, people will use stuff for whatever they can come up with. I I'm not saying that Apple's main intention was to be used this way, but yeah, on a side note, they are getting a lot of money probably from from uh people who want to track their uh, significant others and see where they are what else do we got here uh kentucky suspect shot and killed deputy who let him smoke after arrest this guy got arrested he had a couple of warrants and uh his name was gary rolden he had a concealed gun on him and apparently wherever he got arrested they probably have like a little back area where you know he can go and smoke if he wants uh after he's done with his processing and he let him, but he had a gun on him, so he came back in firing. He wound up getting dead too, but um, it's a shame. It's um, you know when you, you know we go through this whole thing about patting people down properly, you know, and unfortunately, you know most cool guys just want to do this thing, you know, just down the legs like this in the front and the back, yep. you know, and they don't want to be getting into cracks and crevices of another man's ass. But yeah. you know, uh, unfortunately, if if, if a gun. If a gun could fit in there, you should you you should and don't put anybody in your car just because your partner searched them doesn't mean that he searched them right. Search them anyway, toss them three or four times. And listen, there was a study <clears throat> I remember in the 90s, there was a big article in the New York Post, there was an op-ed um about cop killers. <clears throat> and uh, I think we actually spoke about it one time on the show. Um that they said that 
the main reason that they killed the officer that they killed was because the officer didn't control them enough or was too lenient with them. Nice, nice officers. <clears throat> yeah. In the, right. in the homicide course, we used to have somebody come in and talk about that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, highway um, car stops and stuff like that. And it's always the nicest, the nicer officer that gets shot and killed. Nice. The guy who's strict and on top of them and to the point, that Lucy Goosey guy. That friendly guy, he wants you to like him, guy, which probably would have been me. Yeah. He gets dead. Yeah. Raquel Apronzo, if you have to track your significant other, it's time to get off the train. Absolutely. I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 100%. of course. 100%. Of course. Yeah. Um, it's listen, true. I tell you, if you really want to catch your husband, um, Listen, I'll give you, I'll give you uh, my ex-wife's number. <laughs> she was doing it before there was any of this tracking stuff going on. <laughs> she, she must have called me a hundred times, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You should be a private eye, I told her. Oh, she was. She actually did work for a private eye. Oh, no. That's bad. <laughs> yeah. Shame on you, Mark. And there was nothing. There was no technology. Mm. It was just stupid me. Stupid you. Hey, listen, I say it all the time. If they're not stupid, we wouldn't catch them, right? That's funny how she from. Oh, my God. God uh, yeah, what yeah, do yeah. we got here? It boggles my mind. There was a shooting at a cheesecake factory, and a server says they had to return to work two days later. Well, how much more? How much time do you want off? Did you get killed? <laughs> no, there was a I mean, shoot. That's it. Go back to work. As soon as the crime scene tape goes down, man, you got you know. I get some shepherd's pie, the cheesecake pie. I love this. Let, let me tell you something, folks. If you if you've never been to Manhattan, I've been on crime scenes, homicides. People don't give up. You, they want to get into their apartment. Yeah. Like so, for example, if there's a crime scene, somebody gets shot, and they happen to be in an apartment, and you live on that block. Never mind the building on the block. You know, depending on how big the crime scene is, we're gonna certain block off a certain amount of way. Okay, we know that the perp walks southbound on this street. We're going to block it off to the corner. And now you got all these people coming home and they want to go home. And they're like, well, you know, where where is the person killed? And they're like, well, you know, we think the... Uh, so could I get into my building? No, not now. And they're like... And even if you live right next door to the guy, you're like, okay, I don't care. I won't bother you. I won't go next door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just want to get home. I don't. People don't care. This guy wants a whole week off because somebody got shot in his. <laughs> in his door. That's a guy. Oh my god. Um, yeah. It's like the classic. The it's like the classic. Um, you know, when you're standing in front of a, a a closed street, right? And you have the sign up that says "Street is closed," and you're standing there in your reflective vest, and you have lights, and you're blocking the street, <clears throat> and one guy pulls up and says, "Can I go this way?" Uh huh. Am I able to go? It's yeah. like, no, asshole. Or, yeah, I'm just standing here mm -hmm. for my help. Yeah, just drive through. Just, uh -huh. you know, just go. Just go. I, was, um, I was working the New York City Marathon once, and this little old lady comes behind me, and she's pulling on the back of my shirt. And uh, mind you, there's like a, a million runners, 100,000 runners going down this <laughs> avenue. What? A, <laughs> and she's like, officer, officer, I have to cross the street. I says, oh, you do? I said, hold on one second. I'm going to run into the middle of the street, and I'll get everybody to stop. And she goes, you could do that? I said, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then I just stood there. She goes, Aren't you? I, like, I can't do that. Benji. We got to wait. She's like, well, how long is this going to take? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's oh, crazy, yeah. man. New York wait, City is a damn camera. Look at the chat. London girl. Your ex-wife sounds like a legend. 
Eddie Bates, were you a dog, Mark? A dog? Just no. Scott Wagner, detective, Spanish Harlem. Just marry a Latina. Yeah, that's the fucking truth. Yeah, you'll be uh, dead. You'll be dead. You ever heard of Lorena Bobbitt? Yeah, if they cheat once, send them back. You know, there actually is a Lorena, Lorena Bobbitt documentary on Netflix. Is there? Which I can't. I could never. I remember that incident and to this day. It still scares me. Do you remember who Lorena Bobbitt was? Yeah, she cut her boyfriend's. But yeah, yeah, and then she threw it out like on Wayne Bobbitt. Yeah, and they found it. Remember that they found it and they sewed it back yeah, on. Porn movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a time we lived in, man. Yeah, but you see, people say that we're sick now, right? That this world is crazy. How about back then? It was just as crazy. It just wasn't in the internet. Could you imagine if there was only fans back then? Like John Wayne Bobbitt would have been a billionaire. Showing his cut-off penis and OnlyFans, and, uh, and he would have made he would have made billions. Yeah, this thing with the OnlyFans is popping up a lot. I hear a lot of yeah, people talking I'm gonna about make, it. I'm gonna make yeah, it. Mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know why anybody would bother to uh, spend money on see somebody naked when what? you have a, all the all the porn you want on the internet for free. Yeah, but you can't get Angel Mason at porn for free. If I do an OnlyFans, then I'm going to charge you. Well, I'll get a lookalike. You're going to charge you $50 a month. You think you're the only 6'4 guy guy with a tiny penis? I can find somebody else. We're we're very rare. 6'5, size 14 shoe with a little micro penis. We're very rare. We're very rare. It's it's, It's it's a a tough combination to put together, really. Yeah, but it's a niche. God is a practical joker, I'll tell you that. He's got a great sense of humor. It's a niche. <clears throat> oh, uh, I got a, a video for us, too. Let's see. This one's uh, interesting. Tell me what you think. <sighs> Only one video today. Let's see. Okay. Listen. 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 I'm going to get her fired. You're going to get Don't touch her back. Okay. Listen, you don't pay attention when I'm talking to you, stupid ass. No, okay, listen. What? You have to save your stupid ass, okay? What you did, right? You could have missed my life and yours. Do you understand that? Do you understand that? He's crying, the kid. How would it feel? My job. Then don't. He's crying. Stop. Stop touching me. Then stop. I'm talking to you. I don't want to talk to you, bro. You help me cross the street. Listen, on my watch, you put yourself in danger and yourself. How would it be when you that that kid was just being stupid on the corner? You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, but she can't, she can't, you can't touch him. You can't like. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no. Obviously, you can't touch him. But you could see it's a little. That's uh, a little Asian lady. Crossing guard. He must yeah. have pissed. He pissed her off. Something bad, man. She chased him down the whole block, and he's just this kid. Like after he gets out of school, you can see he's like flexing. He just wants to. He wants to be the cool kid. So he's probably going like this in the street or doing something stupid to the cars. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe he, he pushed one of his to, friends. He probably wants to go home and get on OnlyFans and watch and watch naked women. <laughs> <clears throat> Did she get fired? Do you know? Probably, yeah. Um, but that kid, you could see he was already starting crying because it had gotten way further than he, he just wanted to do something stupid. Did you um, see the headline today in the New York Post about the cops in Arizona that were on body cam <clears throat> that this guy wanted to, they got called for domestic? 
Oh, you drowned? Yeah, I forgot to send you the link. Did you see? No, that? yeah, I had it too, and then I forgot to add it. So to the people that are watching, uh, listening. Okay, where was this in Arizona? Arizona, yeah, it was a lake. <clears throat> yeah, was it? and it was like five o'clock in the morning too. <clears throat> there was a domestic call. I guess they were. I don't even. Somebody was complaining that they were out there. Yeah. Cops show up. Uh, they they're gonna let him go because they didn't see any physical damage. So he so says, he says feet, "Well, he says I'm gonna run you for warrants." And then when he says, I'm going to run you for warrants, the um, the guy dips off and he goes over this like four foot fence and then he jumps into the water, which he probably can't swim. And, and the, the three, you know, cops, you can't, there's no swimming in there. You can't go in there. <clears throat> he says, I'm uh -huh. going, I'm free to go. It's on the body cam. Mm -hmm. They say no. And he leaves and he goes swimming mm -hmm. and he drowns. Yeah. And the headline in the New York Post is that the cops stood by and did nothing uh -huh. while this guy drowned. Yeah. Which was bullshit. <clears throat> it was clickbait, right? Because the cops, one cop tells the other cop, I'm going to try to get a boat and go save him. Because guess what? He decided through his own free will to jump into the water and act like a jackass. And he drowned. What is the cop supposed to do? He's going to now dive in there and go out there. They didn't know how far he swam. I would have well, tossed the, the spare tire in. Uh, but in listen, him. <laughs> with a brick in it. But <laughs> listen, you, it's the clickbait, right? It's the media. They're, they're, they're running with this Uvalde school shooting about how everybody wants to blame the police. And now they're saying that it was the cops' fault because the cops stood by and did nothing. Meanwhile, that's not the case. Um, <clears throat> it just it, it pisses me off. I, yeah, um, I found it very interesting that... Um, you know, he was given a lawful order. He chose to, uh, to to not follow it. He put himself in harm's way. And now, because this is the interesting situation, you know, when you, okay, you could say if you want to talk about 19 cops in a hallway waiting for an order, why didn't they break down the door? That's one thing that there's a guy on the other end of it with an AR-15, okay? And then now there's this other stupid end of it. Do you know what I'm saying? That's a heroic act over here. This is me jumping in the water to try to save this fucking asshole is a stupid act. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's stupid. If I got a wife and kids at home and you chose to go into that water, I'll do whatever I can for you. Throw you out of line, trying to pull you in. But if there's a riptide, a rip current, you can't see. Yeah, you call for help, whatever. But you better know how to swim at least a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, so... um yeah, I don't. I don't know where that uh, that that makes any sense. I, that's to me. That's being. Um, if you were to jump in the water now, you know, could you got three? There were three cops there, right? So, I mean, they're going to be Monday morning quarterbacked. Uh, but I'm not going in there. I'll tell you that. No, listen again. His own free will. He decided to go for a swim. They told him not to, and he disobeyed them. It's yeah. like jumping. You think I'm going to be standing in front of the lion cage at the Bronx Zoo, and some asshole says, "I'm going in the lion cage," and I tell you, "Don't go in the lion cage because it's against the law." And you squeeze your stupid ass through the bars, and the lion starts attacking. Guess what? You know what I would have done? You know what I would have done? I would have been like, "Hold on, I'm coming there to get you," and then I would have started taking off my shirt like one button at a time, and oh, these freaking shirts! And then, and then, like by the time I took off my clothes, I'm coming. No, wait, I'm coming. He would have been dead like ten minutes ago. I got a, I got a knot tied in my shoe. I can't get my shoe off. Yeah. <laughs> this vest, this vest is hard to get off too. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, uh, Peggy, so really? Oh hell no! You are defending the Uvalade response. How about Gonzalez and Collins family? 
Who's defending? I don't know who this person is. Wait, wait, hold on a second. Hold on, hold on. Where is that? Oh, hell no. So, <clears throat> oh, hell no, you are defending you of all the response. How about Gonzalez and Collins family? What, what I'm defending is the fact that we don't have all the facts, right? We're, they're getting, there's mixed stories about the police response. You had this story out that this off-duty border patrol agent got a shotgun from his barber and went in and killed the shooter on his own. That story was circulating for about 18 hours about this guy killing the shooter single-handedly. It was a lie. It was debunked. He put out an interview and said it was a lie. I had to put that out there, and I had many people private messaging me, telling me, thank you, because I feel stupid because I was running with this story. Nobody knows what happened. There has to be. Now, oh, the, the Uvalde chief is not cooperating with the DPS. The DPS is no longer conducting the investigation. The Uvalde chief said he's been talking with them every day. The DOJ now has the investigation. He doesn't have to cooperate with the DPS. People want to run with narratives when they don't have enough facts. You don't have enough facts. If the Uvalde Police Department screwed up, I'll be the first one to say they screwed up. We don't know enough yet. All these stories that are coming out are from people who are looking for money. You people don't understand that. There's going to be body-worn cameras. There's going to be cameras everywhere. There's going to be um, 911 calls they got to go through, everything. The DPS director said that not one person who called 911 was killed. There was a story about um, that uh, the, the cops were saying, if you need us, call out. And then one girl did that, and she, she was killed. That was debunked yesterday. It was a lie. It was a lie. It was the shooter that did that. The shooter was pretending he was the police. And when the girl cried out for help, he killed her. So people need to slow down and back up and stop blaming the police. Blame the shooter. Blame the shooter, and let's wait for all the facts to come out in the after-action report. That's it. That's my dissertation. Well, good job, Angel. Folks, if you've enjoyed tonight, please, please, please. we got people dropping like flies off the Patreon. Think about joining up our Patreon. It's Police Off the Cuff on Patreon.com. We also have uh, YouTube memberships that you can see if you're watching us live. There's a button there on your YouTube. But, uh, yeah, please, one or the other, but definitely consider the Patreon. Patreon.com, Police Off the Cuff. We really could use some uh, support for the show. Um, let's see. We got anything else? I think we pretty much covered it all. I think so, too. That was good, man. We got through a lot of stories. I think so, too. <clears throat> Anything you want to uh, plug? Just slow down, everybody. Take a second. Take a breath. I'm guilty of it. We're, we're all in this in this uh, uh, um, world of instant gratification. right? We all want the news. We want to be the first one to put out bad news. How many times do you see on Facebook when a cop kills himself? Or it gets hurt and they want to put the guy's name out there or they want to be the first ones to deliver bad news. Let's take a breath and step back and give, afford the benefit of the doubt to the heroes who lay their life on the line without prejudice every day. Let's take a step back and wait. When the facts come out and the dust settles and the chips fall where they fall, then we can all have our time at be Monday morning quarterbacking and judging what happens. Yeah, you know what? Now that you mention that, why can't Colin Kaepernick just be a Monday morning quarterback? Why does he have to try to get back in the league and mess everything up? Uh, he should just he should just watch football like everybody else. And the next day, say, if I was quarterback in this team, I would have done this. <laughs> and call the podcast Monday morning quarterbacking. 
<laughs> oh, okay. Let's say good night. Thank you, Kathy Bates. She says I'm I'm still here. Remember, uh, for two months. Uh, oh, oh I, I'm I'm still here in membership, even though I had car trouble the last two months. It's been down the last week. Oh man, I'm sorry, Kathy. Um, I'll share a funny meme with you on Instagram. It's uh, it's about when you have finally have some money saved up, and uh, all of a sudden, you know. Your car breaks down, and it's Leonardo DiCaprio from that movie Django, and he's got oh. that that look on, and he's holding like what used to be a, a cigar or something, but instead it's a little that sign from the dashboard with the engine. Oh yeah, the check engine light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's as soon as you finally got to, you finally caught up with all your bills. He's like this. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okie uh, dokie. They run. The, okay. Anyway, thanks everybody for tuning in tonight. We love you, uh, even though we may not agree on everything. Um, I appreciate the civil discourse and you guys stay safe. Bendiciones. Back to blue. All righty, folks, if you're going to be in New York City this weekend and want to know where I'm playing, um, just hit me up. Uh, send me a, uh, an email, a text message or whatever. Um, my number's on there or, or on Instagram and I'll get you a uh, copy tickets because I'm playing in the city this weekend, a couple different clubs. On that note, uh, thank you. I'll be back on Thursday. I have a show Thursday. I have a guest. Is uh, He's my former partner. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, now he's a professor at John Jay University. And um, uh, it's going to be a great show. On that note, I'll talk to everybody. I'll make a flyer up, and I'll send it out. I'll post it tomorrow. Good night, everybody. Be safe. Peace. Bye. Good stuff, man.